Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. What do you think is better? Ginger ale, root beer, or cream soda? It's a fantastic question. You've just named my top three carbonated beverages. I did. Is that so? I thought you were more of like a Mountain Dew Surge Cola kind of guy. No. <laughs> Back in my younger, when I wore a younger man's clothes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess, all right. So ranking them. My third favorite is probably going to be a shocker. It's going to be root beer. Oof. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I just got oofed. Yeah, I'm reserving my judgment. <laughs> Apparently not, because you oofed yeah. me. Yeah, well, I'm going to passively, aggressively <laughs> tell you how I feel about your answer. <laughs> my number two is cream soda. My number one is ginger ale, my favorite beverage. Gingy ale. Okay. Okay, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to absorb. <laughs> Joan, I'm going to say something. That's definitely the top three best sodas there is. Yeah. <laughs> in that order? Not in that order. Not for me, but... I could see why someone would like that. Yeah. But you you agree that they're the top three sodas in the biz? By me not saying that ginger ale is the best doesn't mean it's not good. It's friggin' awesome. It's just not, for me, it's not the best. So if you had a top three sodas, these would be the same top three? If I put all three of these in one glass, it would still be top three. <laughs> You're really not answering my questions here. <laughs> um, if you had a top four, would Red Bull... Oh, does that count as soda? I think so. Oh, Red Bull's number one. Okay. Red Bull's number one, um, baby. I don't know. I think that's in the, it falls in the energy drink category. So is Monster, like Monster, Red Bull, or not considered soda? That's their own category. How do you feel about people that call it cola? I'm okay with it. How about pop? That's never okay. Do you know in the South, in certain parts of the South, they call everything that's soda Coke? That's a little like, weird. <laughs> like they'll drink Sprite and be like, yeah, I had a Coke. Are you sure about that? I may have made that up. Who knows? <laughs> but who's going to fact check me? Let's be honest. Literally everyone, because people <laughs> love doing that to us. I get texts all week about the wrong things I say. Oh, all right. So, so well, look, if no one fact check me, guys. <laughs> so if you're at a do we have like do we have like a thing like Men in Black where you could like erase people's memories like <laughs> through, <"Broop."> <laughs> through the <laughs> speakers? <laughs> so if you're at a Pizza Hut down south and you say like, oh, I'd like a Pepsi, and then they say, is Coke all right? And then you say, no, no Pepsi. But then they say it's Coke. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, do you still get Pepsi? Uh, I think you would still get Pepsi. All but right. they would call it a Coke. Okay. In that scenario. <laughs> like, I know that, like, Dr. Pepper would still be Coke. But would Pepsi still be Coke? Yeah. Sprite would be Coke. Ginger ale might not be. No. See, I feel like ginger ale wouldn't be a Coke. No, because yeah. it's too classy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, ginger ale has its own category. Root beer probably has... They probably don't call root beer Coke either. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but anytime that I go to a place that has a fountain drink machine and I can fill up my own cup, I fill it up with all of the soda. Yeah, you're the, you're the weird mixer kid still. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> like, it drives Terry crazy. It drives me, my fiance crazy that I do that. Because I'll be like, oh, yeah, like... Uh, you know, go pour me a drink, and she'll be like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, one third Dr Pepper, <laughs> one third Coca Cola, one third Fanta grape. Yeah, yeah. 
But actually, that would probably be, yeah, Fanta Grape would definitely be on the list. So I do the grown-up version of that, which is at 7-Eleven with the coffees. I'll do like 80% Colombian roast, then 10% coconut, then like 5% hazelnut. Is that weird? Yep. And then I and then I don't... 100% weird. That's weird? Yeah. So I can't make fun of Jonesy's no. soda machine thing? You're the, you're the businessman version of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It's fair. All right. So, Jones, what's your favorite of those three? Of those three? Like, rank them. It's root beer numero uno because you can put a scoop of vanilla ice cream and make it a root beer float. But you could do that in any soda. Yeah, but I feel like root beer is like the one, though. That's only the one because that's what people do. Be different, man. Break away. Yeah, you're right. You convinced me. So now ginger ale is my favorite. (laughs) And uh, root beer is number two and cream soda is three. How about you, Pop? I'm waiting. Well, as I'm sitting here sipping on a root beer. As I'm sipping on a ginger ale. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really happening. We should take a picture so people believe Mine's it. also mixed with a little Mountain Dew Baja Blast because I came in my Taco Bell cup. So, <laughs> one, it just sounded like you said I came in my <laughs> Taco Bell cup. <laughs> Two, uh, so you pulled the Mike Jones with your drink. An unintentional one, though. I didn't yeah. do it at the place. I, I, I salute you, sir. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got the Baja Blast from the bell. And then I got the gingy ale from your house. Okay. All right. I like it. I respect it. So here's the thing. Um, right now, I'm enjoying the heck out of this root beer. But I think overall, lifetime, ginger ale has to be my favorite. It, it, like when you're sick and you drink a ginger ale, it's the greatest thing on the planet. And what's cool is there's, like a, there's always like a gap, right? Like you forget for a little while that ginger ale is a thing. And then one day you're like, oh my God, gin- ginger ale. Like it happens to me. I'll go like two months without it and then take a sip of one and it's like I just discovered it again. Yeah. I'm Honestly, that's exactly what happened to me about what, whenever I got the plague, like, like a month or two yeah. ago, and I was drinking, I had like a 12 pack of ginger ales. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I want to get sick all the time. Amazing. How do you feel about like different brands of ginger ale? Because I feel like they're not all created equal. They're not. I had hipster ginger ale a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it was so bad. It sh- tasted like straight up ginger. Yeah, like, that's the like fresh ginger and then lime juice. I'm not juice. about that. Give me that fake factory stuff because it's mint. Yeah, I want artificial all the way. And it's funny because I don't love Canada Dry's regular ginger ale, but I do love their cranberry ginger ale. Okay. Can you tell everybody how you wrote a song about ginger ale today? <laughs> Can I read it out loud to the, to the audience? This is not supposed to be on the air, but I'm going to do it anyway. Can I do this? <laughs> I guess so. Are you going to sing it to the tune of the Allman Brothers? No, that Jones is going to do that. All right. Well, uh, yeah, let Jones do it. Okay. Jones, uh, well, let's pull it out. <laughs> let's, and then... <laughs> do you know where it is, Jones? On the... <laughs> oh, I don't, it, it was I don't. in our group chat, which... Can we tell them what it's called? <laughs> Uh, it's called the Golden Boys. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a great because <laughs> we're such fan of the uh, of the girls. All right, I got it up here. Uh, so this is the tune of uh, Ramblin' Man by Allman Brothers <laughs> Band. Is that what this is? Yeah. Lord, I was born a gingy man. <laughs> Every night with dinner, drinking seagrams from the can. And when my tummy's queasy, I get a swept quick in my hand. Lord, I was born a gingy man. It's <laughs> the best part right here. My father brewed some gingy down in Georgia. His recipe was lost when I was young. But Canada Dry changed the game for all of us by adding cranberry in 1901. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you put so much thought into that. The, that was okay, amazing. so while this is happening, no one's liking it, responding to it, laughing, and I was laying in my bed so like broken. I'm like, I just invested so. Much. I'm literally making this joke to myself and singing it alone in my room. My dog staring at me. And then finally, somebody responded to it. Well, the best part is at the end, you, like after no one responded for like 20 minutes, you're like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Joe just wrote back, holy Christ. <laughs> I, I didn't see it until it was all done. And I'm like, this is still the tune of something, right? Like I can actually read it in the, the meter of the lyrics. I love how you call that Seagram's and Schweppes for different purposes. And Canada Dry. Yeah, so with dinner, you drink Seagram's, but when you have a queasy stomach, you drink Schweppes. Yeah, take that diet Shasta. Uh, oh, that was great. Well, thanks, man. Okay, so that brings us to the feedback loop. Wow, we're we're professionals. We sure are. <laughs> yeah, we are. All right, so we got a ton of uh, pretty sweet feedback this week. Uh, started off with our buddy Nappy, and his first text to me just opened up with the beautiful paradox that is Pomp. Three minute clear explanation of evolution, then ask what's the name of the soup with the alphabet in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh. true. We had a good chuckle. That pretty it, much sums you up completely. It really does. It really does. I'm not even offended by that one. No. That's a good. That's, that's really true. He followed that up by sending me a picture of a Domino's Hawaiian pizza. Oh, yummy. Which, Delicious. if you remember, he uh, he got a little annoyed at you being an Italian and choosing Domino's as your death row appetizer. Don't over, tell me I'm still on the, over in the, in the doghouse with him, am I? No, but he tried it because we talked so highly of Hawaiian pizza. And he said it was okay. He gave it an okay. There you go. You know, it, it was better than he thought it was going to be. But he said it still to him isn't better than Elio's. Elio's, wow. So he he's just trying to compare like non-pizza pizzas? Yes. So we got into a conversation about Elio's and he said, isn't that one of like the craziest things in the world? He's like, it's, it's got the most terrible ingredient list. It's terrible dough, terrible sauce, terrible cheese, but you throw it in the oven and magically it becomes delicious. It's so true. Honestly, Elio's is so friggin' delicious. So he has a theory that Elio himself sold his soul to the devil to make a good, cheap, oven heatable pizza and now is a millionaire from it. Probably, probably dead but yeah so nappy we appreciate you and your feedback wow that's good i want elio's right now i want pepperoni elio's right now i uh, just i'm a i'm a plain elio's guy i was gonna say yeah original elio's with um uh in my old age because i have sophisticated taste now you know what i mean uh-huh. i put tabasco sauce on it oh that's good yeah yeah i also don't break them into three i eat it I was, as one uh, giant piece i was no, just gonna ask you because I'm a, I'm a grown man like i'm, not, <laughs> I'm, I'm a not, man i'm not a toddler i'm a man and i eat it all at once <laughs> See, and I, I used to do that. I to used to eat like, the yeah. whole thing, but now I cut them into the three. Oh, no. It's like a Sicilian slice to me. Like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Steve sent in. He just wanted to let you know that he loves when like, it's you, Pomp, that when you take an expression and you find its origin, he thinks that's like the best. Oh, really? Because he's, he's a nerd like you are. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I really love that stuff. So I knew at least one person would enjoy it. Thank you, Steve. I don't know. The rest of our fans are probably like, oh, God. No but he cares. was like, to- he, when he, he messaged me, he was like totally sincere about it. That's awesome. 
Thanks, Steve. I appreciate you, Steve. <laughs> uh, okay, so Derek, uh, last week we had a uh, shout out to hit, uh, to Derek and his wife because they just had a baby. Uh, and what I said on the air, and I just kind of said it flippantly, I was like, Derek, now that you have a son, you could listen to DFD in headphones to drown out this kid screaming. Which is a brilliant idea. Yeah, it's a good idea, right? While he was listening to the episode... And that part came up. He was listening in his headphones, and the kid started screaming. So we kind of predict the future. That's what yeah. we do. Or that kid hates us a lot. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but either way, we can predict the future. It's not really predicting. We just travel to the future in our Kia Optima, of course, of course. and we and we see it, and then we just come back and just report out. That's we it. don't even. We just we make it like we don't know what's going to happen, but we just we and we throw we throw out little pieces. Like we don't go crazy and become Drop, like trillionaires. You know what I mean? Exactly. Dropping breadcrumbs. Like yeah, we're not like. Quad, we didn't like go back to 1999 like quadruple down on uh, on Yahoo not Yahoo Google stock. What? No, no one should buy Yahoo uh, Google stock. No, we just you know we dipped our toes in, in the random little things. Like, yeah, we, we won go- like <laughs> Powerball for like five hundred thousand. Yeah, you know? nothing big. Yeah, like I didn't I didn't go to Vegas and bet on the world not ending in two thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what else we got? All right, so uh, Charlie. Oh, shocker. I'm in his doghouse. Yeah. I'm reading the note right now. Um, okay, so he's mad at me because we talked about The Wire last week. Yeah. And he's like, how do you watch season one and then just stop? <laughs> I couldn't agree more, dude. And his exact description is, the show is like a bell curve. String of bell curve. Yep. Yes, a string of bell curve. Oh, yep. that's so perfect. Yep. Uh, season one is great. Season two is even better. Season three is even better than that. Season four is back to great. Which is still good. Listen, falling back to great, still terrific. Still great. Uh, Season five was probably one season too many. That's what he said. You guys still agree? Okay, but you're okay with it. Yeah, it wasn't a bad season. I don't know. I never saw it. No. Because I stopped at season one like a jerk. Which you need to really, (laughs) really finish. Uh, His point being... Why do you stop after one? You're crazy. You don't even know what Amsterdam is. And don't even ask. He's right. I don't know what yeah. Amsterdam is. And I'm, I, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to Google it either. I'm don't, not going to cheat. Don't. You won't. I'm going to watch all five seasons. Okay. Also, Charlie, you're going to like this one, Eric. I know you're going to like this one. Yes. I totally hate Bruce Springsteen. Love it. And I absolutely hate him more because he's put on a pedestal. Yes. If people didn't give him that legendary status, I probably wouldn't hate him as much. I'm, I'm waiting uh, to see. Fair enough. He reminds me of my high school band's... <laughs> okay. He reminds me of my high school band teacher's jazz band. I went to see him play in some cafe back in the day, and they were just okay. You know, like, they know how to play their instruments, and you know what they're playing is definitely a song, but it's, you know, not legendary. It's not great. That's the best way to put it. So that's essentially Bruce Springsteen. Just That's... Eh. Uh, Charlie, it's so perfect. I love you, and I appreciate you so much. It's awesome. Jones, was this one from your fiance? It was. It came from my fiance and my roommate, uh, Jennifer. Wait, you uh, guys have a roommate? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I it's like Three's Company. I didn't know that. Yeah, we're trying to trick the landlord into thinking that I'm a gay dude, but I'm not. You're the jack tripper? Yeah. You're the jack tripper of your household. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so they were saying that uh, we're crazy for not liking Rolo's candy. I like Rolos. Yeah, I mean, 
you don't you didn't like Rolos too, right? It was me and you? No, I like Rolos a whole bunch. Oh, I, think, so, I think it was just you. So they're mad at me for not liking Rolos. It sucks. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. It's just caramel and chocolate. How do you how do you hate Oh, Rolos? the texture is awful. I think you got a bad batch, man. It gets man. stuck in your ma- You can't get out of your freaking teeth. No, that's peanut chews, man. No, that's Rolos too, my man. And Charleston chews. Charleston chews are another one. Charleston oh, chews stink. Oh. What's the worst? Okay. What's the worst candy? Neckos. The wafers? Yeah, those, they taste like chalk. Yeah. Like that kids ride on the street with in the summer. Yeah, Necco wafers are bad. Mary Jane's? I don't even know what that is. The Mary Jane's are okay. Like the little chocolate lollipop things? I don't know if it's a lollipop. It's like a, it's just like a stick of, it's like a glob of, it's like if someone left sugar, like boiled sugar in a pot in their, on their stove and then left it on too long. That's a Mary Jane. You know what I'm talking about? It, it's like super, super I know, hard and ch- I get it. I've never had one. I don't even know what flavor it is. Peanut butter, maybe? I don't, I don't know. know. I used to hate Almond Joy. That's okay? crazy. I know. We When we, our original podcast, Roco Radio, we had this, con- I remember having this conversation with you, and you were like so annoyed with me that I hated them. And uh, They're amazing. Okay, can I finish? No, I just, I'm so mad at you from 2011. <laughs> so <laughs> It's been eight years of hatred. I bought this uh, this coffee creamer, and the flavor was Almond Joy. Nice. And it is literally one of the most delicious coffee f- creamer flavors I've ever had in my life. It's delightful. To the point where I went and bought an Almond Joy and I enjoyed it. It's <sighs> awesome. I Almond enjoyed it. Ah, I see what you did there. It's so, a play on words, Jonesy. I love it. <laughs> Worst candy? Circus peanuts. <laughs> I don't even get what they are. I really don't. Like you eat them and like there's a part where you're like, was I supposed to eat this or is this like a toy? You know what I mean? Are you supposed to eat those or you you ship like packages filled with those? I those thought are, you were supposed to like, you put it down on newspapers in the morning and then you pull it up and the, the picture gets stuck to it. Wow, <laughs> silly putty. I miss that. Oh, silly putty. Yeah, circus peanuts are really bad. I want to see what happens when you put them in the microwave. Do they still sell them? I'm sure. I mean, the, everyone that was ever made was made in like 100 years ago. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like yeah. they've been on the shelf since 1938. Since the Great Depression. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, you since know what? no one could afford them yeah. during the Great Depression. They had overstuff. You know what candies I do love that like don't have a name brand to them? Uh, they sell them usually in like bags on a stand-up rack next to like the front door. Yeah. It's like those blue and white sharks and those peach rings. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking oh, yeah, yeah, about? Yeah. Like yeah, those gummy ones? Like sour cherries and all that? Yeah, like yeah. those... Gummies, they're not yeah. made by like a like a you know Mars or like any of the big candy companies, but they're great. It might be a local thing. That's why I don't. I know exactly what you're talking about. They're on like every bodega. Yes, ever. everyone. What are those called? I don't know. But the blue and white sharks and the peach rings are my favorite. What what? They have watermelon ones too. What's your What's your favorite of all candies? Oh boy, um, it's. Between a Snickers, can't go wrong with a Snickers, and a Reese's Pe- and Reese's Pieces, Reese's Pieces, yes, I'm thin th- candy shell. I'm gonna throw something out there, and it's gonna be super controversial. Instead of Reese's Pieces, do you ever just have M M&M and M peanut butter one? Like yeah, peanut butter M and M's. I need like the the taste of the Reese's candy shell. I like better than the M M&M and M candy shell, and I'll tell you why. Because it's like le- it's less. Yeah, it's okay. a thinner shell. It's a yeah. thinner shell. I like the M M&M and M peanut butter ones because it's just they're bigger and have more peanut butter in them. That's not always better. They came out with those like thicker peanut butter cups 
and they're not better than the thinner ones. No, they should make peanut butter cups without the cupage on the around the edge, because that's the worst part of the peanut butter cup. The, ch- the chocolate. No, yeah, but like on the sides, not like the top and bottom are fine. Oh, I see. The chocolate what, on the top and mean. bottom are fine. Mean. It's like the ruffled part around the edges that stinks. Oh, I don't know. I like that part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the problem is, like, you actually chew and swallow the peanut butter first, and that part's still hanging around your mouth last, because yeah. it's, like, so much. It's too much, yeah. I know what you mean. I never really thought about it, but it's a great point. If I ever become a billionaire, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going bu- to have one person, I'm going to hire one person, and their entire job is just to take, like, a circular cookie cutter thing and just cut the middle of the <laughs> uh, peanut butter cup out and just lay them out on, like, the kitchen counter for me every morning. Is that crazy? Not at all. Like, I, I feel like that's not that egregious for, it's not. for a billionaire. I would do crazier things than that. Yeah. Um, so, like, we're talking about candy. And uh, so that was the last question for the, the Ask Us. I mean, the feedback loop, right? Yeah. So I, I don't want to jump to the th- this week I learned yet. But I just want to I want to spoil one real quick because it has to do with candy. Sure. And it was something I learned this week that was kind of cool. The stuff between the wafers in Kit Kats is actually made from ground up malformed Kit Kats. Is that true? Yeah. So yeah. all the ones that get like that crap out on the assembly line go through a grinding machine and then get laid into the, the good Kit Kats that are being made. So it's like a complete process. So well, they don't waste anything. They waste nothing. Waste not, want not. You know what I'm saying, Mike Jones? Do they do the same thing for the white Kit Kats? Or the the dark chocolate Kit Kats? What's a, there's a yeah, white, no one a, even buys those. They don't exist. There's literally I've never. Who even likes seen white it. chocolate? White chocolate is the worst. It's not good at all. It's not even chocolate. Little fun fact. It's, it's not just it's sugar. Not. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's terrible. I feel like if I pipe up right now, I'm gonna get thrown through the window. You like white chocolate? I do. Yeah. Oh, you're gross. Oh. You're gross. I mean, we still love you. It's not like you were going to kick yeah, you out of the just, show. Yeah, you're just terrible and wrong and gross. Yeah, we love you. We just hate your guts. <laughs> like deeply from like the, the darkest part of our souls. Just hatred is just brewing right now. I don't even want to tell you what my favorite candy is. Yeah. Well, now I got to hear it. Well, what's your favorite candy? I feel like you guys know this. It's uh, gummy cola bottles. <laughs> you're such a weird dude. <laughs> They're my favorite, especially like the really big ones. That's your favorite you're, of all you're candies. You're not talking about the wax ones, right? No, not the ones that are filled with the little liquid. Where you bite the top off and you drink the little bit of liquid? No, no, not those. They're like, it's like a gummy, but they're shaped like a cola bottle and they taste like cola. I don't know if I've ever had them. They're really good, but there's two different kinds. There's small ones like gummy bear size, and those are just okay. They make like bigger ones. Like toddler size? They make like ones that are like the size of my hand, like like four or five inches big, and those are my favorite ones. That's a big gummy candy. Yeah, you yeah. can't eat a million of them, but they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> Priority eating one of them. You know, so when, when it comes to candy, like there's there's different versions of favorite. And here's what I mean. There's like everyday go-to favorite, like where you could always have it and it just it just always hits the spot. And there's other ones that you don't have them very often, but when you do, it's like it's a big moment. My twice a year one is Junior Mints. Junior Mints is a good one. There you go. That's my twice a year though, so I don't count that. Exactly. So I was going to say like Cadbury Easter eggs. That's a fantastic one. They're it's amazing. Once a year. But if I wouldn't have one of those like once a week. And like I'm like, a I'm a peeps guy. So come Easter, I oh, love me some peeps. Peeps is so good. I I have a weird one. I actually not I I know this is going I'm going to get heat for this one. But I love candy corn. Who does 
Do oh. people not like candy corn? Yeah, a lot of people don't like candy well, corn. Well, not this guy because I love it. Oh, thank. I feel. I feel like I'm in a safe place. Like right I now. love it to the point where my mom still gets me a bag of candy corn every fall. That's adorable. Yep. I like candy corn. I like like eating the little colors off. So like I'll do the orange first, even though they don't taste any different. No, doesn't matter. And then I'll try to like be like really exact with the white ring around it. Same way, if I am gonna have M and M's, I I eat them in color order. <laughs> do you really? One hundred percent. Brown goes first because it's like a terrible color. You know, it's a terrible color. Brown, yellow, orange, red, green, blue. In case you're wondering, well, say that. Say that again. Brown, oh. yellow, orange, red, green, blue. Do it backwards. Blue, green, red, orange, yellow, brown. That's impressive. That's pretty awesome. But I never eat them that way. It <laughs> so was like a weird like yeah. quiz for me. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys all agree that anything gummy, the worst flavors are always green and yellow? Uh, no, because yellow gummy bears are pineapple, and I love them. All right, not gummy bears. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> lemon and lime. You know what I'm going for. Oh, okay. That's all you had to say. Yeah, lemon and lime are the worst. Yeah, they're not bad. In but gummy, like, in gummy land. Yeah, like you go, you get a box of Juji fruits, right? And you and you share it with a friend. If the friend gets the box first and then hands it over to you, <laughs> and it's just got greens and yellows left, you're not happy. Then you just found out you don't have a friend. Yeah, you don't have a friend. Ah, uh, with friends like these. Um, wow, we've been talking a lot about just think like sugary things <laughs> yeah. today. Awesome. Know, di- so what, diabetes. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Can we spell it? Dia beat us. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I have to figure out how to phonetically write that. <laughs> so are we have to ask us anything. I think we are. All right. Our first ask us anything for this week comes from Steve, and he's asking. Would you take Spider-Man powers or the powers of the Human Torch? Pop, I want you to take this. What does the Human Torch do? <laughs> That's why I wanted you to take this. He just turns into fire, right? He has to say flame on, and then he turns into fire. It's the worst. That's his catchphrase is flame on? Uh-huh. But he could fly. Yes. When he unflames, are all his clothes burned off? Well, uh... Mr. Fantastic created him a suit that doesn't burn off. Okay. I'm going to go with, yeah, you're naked every single time. <laughs> but, but if like you were in that outfit right now and had to like flame on to save somebody, when you stopped, you'd be nude. <laughs> okay. All right. So the benefit of being the human torch is you could fly, basically. I mean, but going against Spider-Man, he could basically fly too. He could, Yeah, he could fly as long as there's like tall buildings around. Like, Spider-Man in an open field is, you know, he's useless, right? <laughs> he's not useless. I mean, he he's less useful as that. <laughs> I'm going to pick Spider-Man. Ultimately, that's the move. Uh, one, I, I don't even think this is a choice. I think mostly because of his spidey senses and all that cool stuff. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Climbing walls. Yeah. Spidey sense. And shooting webs. Shooting webs. For days. I mean, he's a Spider-Man. <laughs> Webs for days. Spider-Man can do anything a spider can. Yeah. It's true. Human Torch can do anything a torch can do. That sucks. It, that sucks. Yeah. He can protest. What do you... Uh, so I'm assuming we're all... You all got the same answer there? Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt, Spider-Man. All right, what else we got? So Steve also had this question. Um, if you, Given the choice, would you rather master every instrument or master every language? Musical instrument. Musical right? instrument. 
Uh, Not like science lab instruments. Yeah. Like you'd be really good at, at the at triple a- beam balance. <laughs> like, like really good. <laughs> My Bunsen burner skills are on point. Um, flame on. <laughs> flame on. All right. I'm going to say, oh, am I answering first? Yeah, Sorry. why not? Uh, definitely by far. This is the easiest question of the night. Um, I don't care about other languages. Uh, uh, I would want to master every instrument, and I would start the greatest synthwave band of all time. Music is the only language understood by every culture. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a language of love, man. Write, write that down. Okay? Yeah, write that down. Um, so. I'm a poet. <laughs> I wrote this on the back of a Dixie cup. <laughs> I would choose musical instruments as well. Jones. I know how to play the ukulele, and that's jo- pretty much it. Jones looked at this question. He's like, I don't have to choose. I know both. <laughs> I already know all the instruments, so I guess I'll choose languages. <laughs> Freaking jerk. No, nah, I'd go with every instrument, because mastering every language would mean that I'd be inclined to have to talk to people. Yeah. And I don't like, want to talk to anybody, so I'm good. Like 8 billion people, to be Yeah, exact. but not necessarily. You'd also be able to just sit and understand. Yeah. Yeah, but th- th- that never comes into play in my life. There's never a time when I'm walking down the street and like some Norwegian guys are walking by and going, nerdy, nerdy. I'm like, it's never a time where is I'm that like, what Norwegian language sounds like to me. Like to me, I don't know. I don't really care what they're saying. Like I'd rather play a, a violoncello. I don't see how mastering every language would be very helpful in life. Except for unless you work at, you know, the United Nations and you're a translator. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't see you getting a job that pays more than like $35,000 a year as, knowing every language. You know what I mean? I guess you just, uh, you could be cool. Did I ever you tell you You could show off. That's the thing. Or you could always know when foreign people are talking smack about you, which could be very sad. That's what I meant by the listening part. Yeah. Like you're on the subway and you're like, these freaking Russians are or talking smack like you're in, smack a, you're right in like now. a sushi restaurant, you know? Yeah. And like, oh, great. They, they, uh. Oh, cool. They just called me fat white guy three times. <laughs> fat white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about the. the Quick, failed- take down the all you can eat sign. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about the failed TV pilot I filmed a couple years ago? No. No. It's called the, the translator. And it's about... I don't know if he's joking. I never know. The premise of the show is that this guy gets fired from his job for being lazy, and he goes to a temp agency to get placed in a new job, but they hand him like a questionnaire, and he just checks off like every freaking box. He's like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And one of them is like he checks off like boxes for like 25 different languages that he can speak. So they place him in the United Nations as an interpreter, and he like finds ways each week to like keep his job there without knowing any languages but English. <laughs> I don't know if you jo- Did you make this? Is this a real well, thing? It's a real thing, yeah. I've seen a sketch on a British comedy show where a girl gets hired for that position and like she's in a meeting with like 10 bigwigs from like different countries uh, different countries all in like the same business yeah. and they're hammering out a deal and she's like trying to translate to each of the other person what the other one's saying but she has zero idea what they're saying so she's just like making stuff up around the table it's hysterical i forget what it is but i'll post it don't forget because i won't we have to do what we say and say what we she was the something. on the office she was like the, the the british woman that came in in like the latter seasons okay you know what yeah. i'm talking about i think so um, she was also on Doctor Who. Well, she's like a big time sketch, like comedy person. Okay. In England, and this was one of like her biggest ones. It was hysterical. Is this where you got your idea for your pilot? I didn't know this existed. Or from I'm- the guy that actually did it. Do you remember the guy that they that they hired? 
who said he could translate the languages of the sign language and he was just doing all the wrong signs Wait, in real life you're talking about oh yeah, yeah he was at like some like uh some like lecture some like big thing like uh united nations thing and he was standing there doing this being the sign language guy and he didn't know sign language oh all that was, yeah this happened this, this was I'm in the news this was a yeah, real yeah. Thing. Yeah, that was a good one too that's amazing no my, my tv pilot aired in the early 80s <laughs> this predates everything gotcha. okay okay <laughs> I, he says it with such a straight I face know, dude i hate it like I, this isn't for, this isn't like an like a shtick. Like we really don't know. Like when the mic we goes when the record buttons goes goes off, we still don't know when he's joking or not. So, Pop, this question was specifically for you. Okay, let's hear it. Charlie says, obviously, Pop, why haven't you watched past season one of The Wire? Okay, here's the thing. Uh, I loved season one of The Wire. I, uh, my wife and I binge watched it over like a weekend i would say probably all day on a saturday into like sunday morning like fast and we were we loved the show so much that we started watching season two and we made it like one and a half episodes through season two but like at that point we hit like overkill for the weekend you you with me so far so it's like one weekend where it was like the whole weekend was just a wire and we like burnt out on it and then we're like all right we'll go back and watch season two later and then you know you know how it goes like other shows came out like all right well it's it's time and it just slipped and we just never went back to it there was no reason there wasn't we didn't make a we didn't make a uh purposeful decision to not watch a conscious decision conscious that was the word what you were looking for purposeful you know what (laughs) For not figuring out the word, that wasn't such a bad replacement. I'm just going to throw that out there. Not a bad substitute. All right. So you're going to do it. You're going to push through the rest, correct? Absolutely. I'm excited to do it. It's not like it's not going to be a chore. Cool, 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 cool. You know what would have been a chore? I'm just going to throw this out there. Uh, Watching all the Oscar movies because we talked about maybe doing an Oscar show. I freaking did it. (laughs) You did it, and I, I couldn't do it, man. All I watched was the Green Book and like half of that uh, of the favorite. Okay, I didn't I was, make. Oh, it. and Black Panther. I didn't make it through Roma. <laughs> no one, one did. I, it's the only one I didn't finish. I have this theory that no one actually saw Roma. <laughs> That's my theory. I think everyone's just like, yeah, it was beautiful, magnificent. I made it like forty minutes in, and I'm like, okay, I'm literally just watching like a cleaning lady in a house, and like go to the market, and then come back, <laughs> do this, the, and then come back in black and white, right? In black and white, and, like, in Spanish. And I don't know what's going on. I can't not look at the TV because then I won't know what's happening. So I can't like play a game on my iPad while oh, watching it's it. Close captioning yeah. only, right? I watched all the Oscar movies except for that. I only watched Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> black Panther was great. Uh, black Panther was terrible. I, by the way, I, I, I called it that the Green Book was was going to win. I knew it. I knew it. it you really thought movie. Black Panther was great? I did, yeah. Oh. I know you didn't like it that much. I did. I thought I thought it was very, like, visually, Black Panther, like, looked amazing. Yeah. Had some great action scenes. Okay. The acting it's was a, good. It's a Marvel movie. The acting was good. Okay. I mean, what else do you want? The story. It was yeah. very generic. I mean, the whole thing that they had like a, a kingdom in, hidden in the in in the jungle was pretty cool. And a, a, a an element, a mineral that somebody that everyone else wants. Generic storyline. I don't like it. Looked great. Looked fantastic. To each their own. Yeah. No, it, it was it was it was a great movie. I thought it was a great movie. Looked he, great. Score was great. Um, his little sister was great. Everything else for me was just like blah. What do you think? I enjoyed Black Panther a bunch. 
But I, I don't care that the same story gets told to me a shitload of times. I do. He cursed. I get bored of it. Yeah, wow. Way to ruin the show. Way to ruin oh, it. We were on no. a streak. All right, guys. Well, that's it. Fun. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. 36-minute episode. <laughs> hey, Alexa, it. turn on some other podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew uh, his little sister's name from the movie because I'd shout her out because she's so good. I think it was Karen. <laughs> I definitely know it wasn't Karen. It was definitely not Karen. But yeah. Anyway, so that's my thoughts. Karen Deschanel, the fifth of the Deschanel sisters. <laughs> All right, so Lucy comes to us with a question. It says, do any is of you... This, Lucy, uh, is this her first time writing into the show? I believe it is. Oh, nice. This is like we have to introduce her to the audience. Lucy is a, is a friend of ours. Or f- Since the early DT days. Yeah, when we were musicians back in, back in the day. And uh, it's pretty cool that she wrote in. Yeah, man. Hi, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. So her question is, do any of you guys watch Walking Dead? If so, do you think Negan was a better villain than the governor? Can I answer this having never watched an episode of the show? <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm going to go with the governor because he holds a pretty high office. That's true. I, I'm unsure if Negan is an elected official. <laughs> I don't know how many votes he got. <laughs> I, I think Fair he, enough. Yeah, he was, he was pretty popular. All right, so um, first I'll start with uh, on Monday. Let, I, let me go even one step. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I had I watched Walking Dead up until season seven, I believe it was, the beginning of season seven. When it got really sad and depressing. Yeah. It got really terrible. And I, I was fed up with it before that point, but I quit it. I let it go. It's now currently on season, on episode 12 of season nine, like at the time this podcast is being recorded. So this was like almost three seasons worth of television that I hadn't watched. So we were having a, a, a conversation in the, in the Golden Boys chat one day. Uh, maybe a week or two ago and and the golden boys chat by the way the group chat it's just the dinner for dessert guys plus our friend blank plus man. our friend blank man that's it so blank and pomp were, we're going he's back like and the forth. fifth beetle yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> so they're going back and forth he's about- like the pat smear <laughs> oh. in nirvana of dfd you know what i mean pat smears in like everything i know but he was like the fourth nirvana guy but no one ever like gave him yeah he credit. was the fourth nirvana guy nirvana nirvana farvana <laughs> Somewhere in between Vana. Somewhere in between <laughs> Middle ground Vana. So, um, so they're having a conversation about how, how good Walking Dead's been lately. And I, I got into my whole like, oh, I gave it up, you know, and it was like, it bored me. It was just so much nothing happening and so whatever. So they convinced me to go back and catch up. Like they, they, they gave me a little spoiler of what went down. And I did. I ripped through season eight and nine and like it, last weekend. I did it all like throughout the week pretty much. And I caught up, and it has gotten a lot better. So the other night, I was asked. I was like, I had, I caught up, and I wanted to tell them, and like, I wanted to go back and forth, and like, do some Walking Dead banter. Uh, Pomp was driving, so he was like, "All right, let's do a, a, a FaceTime." Yeah, I just randomly called you guys. I didn't even like tell you <laughs> it was coming. Like you, you wrote, you started writing. Uh, while I'm driving, I'm on I'm on the highway, and as I'm driving, like text message alerts are popping up, and I want to know what it says so bad. So I like I have Apple CarPlay, so it'll read them to me. And you went on like a rant about yeah. Walking Dead, and yeah, I got I so excited that you were watching, like because after like giving it up for so for three years, I was so excited to start talking to you about Walking Dead again. But I couldn't text and drive, so I just Facetimed 
the whole group chat and you guys actually answered oh the first time i didn't answer and i actually texted you with did you mean to do that because that's how rarely we call each other yeah who like what grown people just call each other just to talk or facetime yeah so i was like yeah i i was like i'm driving but i have so much to say so i i, I facetimed you guys and we sat there for my entire drive home which was about an hour yeah, we had a long, long conversation. We had a full-on like debrief about Walking Dead. And the best part was you had no shirt on. I was like reason. laying in bed with no shirt on. So Eric is shirtless. <laughs> and when the, sh- when the FaceTime starts, Eric's shirtless. I'm driving. So I'm obviously clothed. And, and Blank is clothed normally. Right? And, as, and I don't look down at the phone. I'm like on <laughs> FaceTime. But like I'm not looking down. I didn't realize Eric had no shirt on. Until I looked down at one point And Blank also now has no shirt on. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I'm like, wait a minute. So, Did you just take your shirt off? He's like, well, you had yours off. <laughs> so it's just, it was just, it was, we had a, a nude Walking Dead FaceTime. Oh, I wish I was in that now. It I was totally good. Taken it was good. so weird. It was needed. It was well needed. Um, <laughs> so to answer your question, <laughs> back to your question. Myself and Pomp do watch Walking Dead. Um, and who is a better villain, Negan or the governor? This is such, this is so much deeper of a question than just like one or the other. Yeah. Because um, I look back on the governor and like, Man, he was a complete psychopath. Yeah. He didn't care about like catchphrases or getting the last word. He just was was brutal. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Uh like he bit Merle's fingers off and like yeah. he would rip the jaw of a walker with like his bare hands. You know like whereas Negan is more like I'm going to get the last cool word in before I fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, di- they're different they're styles, different styles. I think the governor was a great villain. He was a great villain. That was when the show, that was when it was like in the peak. Awesome. I too. love the governor was what kept me hanging on. Yeah. The governor he was Kim wild in me. He, yeah, he came wild. Um, <laughs> Send me free. Why don't you babe? Yes. Um, yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna. But say, I love Negan. Like I so I can't. It's such a difficult choice. So I think Negan is getting. He's starting to surpass the governor in awesomeness now, but when Negan the first, like the first, Negan episodes, he it was a little over the top. Yeah, it's a little like cartoonish. He was more of a of a showy villain than an actual get stuff done villain. See yeah. to me like. If Psychopath Governor and Negan met for a fight, Negan would try to be like cute and talky and the governor would just kill him. Destroy him. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I love I think I love Negan's the the way the arc of his character right now is that, gonna make him the best I think ever on the show. That's exactly to be right. honest. Yeah, that's my point. So like Governor, if you if you if you're going so the question, if you want to be very prescriptive to the question, is who makes the better villain? I think technically, to answer that question, the governor is a better villain. I think Negan, especially with his character arc, is a better character. He's going to end up being the best. Yeah. Possibly the best character ever on Walking Dead. Yes. That's, that's, what, that's what I feel. I think that was a good answer. Yeah. I'm feeling good about that, Jones. I know I'm, you don't watch I'm, the show. But. I'm feeling really good about the governor right now. I'm feeling you really like the good. Governor. He also yeah. had, an eye, he had an eye missing. Yeah. For, he had a cool eye patch. For an entire season. So he ruled. Happened. He ruled. 
Anyone with an eye patch always wins. It's just a rule. There's never good guys with eye patches, except for that congressman with an eye patch. Yeah, that guy rules. That guy rules. <laughs> He's not a governor? He's not. Doesn't he only have one leg, too? Probably. <laughs> ah, who knows? I didn't check all his limbs. Or am I just, am just, I just being like stuff. a pirate racist because yeah. I saw... Does he have a, pi- a pirate? A pirate? Damn it. Does he have a pirate? Does he have a pet parrot, I wanted to say? <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, let's see. What else we got? Okay, so from uh, another great friend of ours and uh, longtime listener, Chuck, he asks us, what other podcasts do we listen to? That's a good one. What do you listen to? I listen. I only listen to pretty much one podcast. I listened to this past weekend with Theo Vaughn. Okay. Theo Vaughn's like my, my favorite up-and-coming comedian, and uh, his podcast is fantastic. He has great, great like um, comedy-themed guests on it. And it's just regular guys like shooting it. Yeah. There's no like agenda like Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Like it's just it is what it is, man. It's it's funny. It's politically incorrect. You know, like just doing. It. He's just a Louisiana boy, like doesn't care, doing it. Love it, love it. So it's really enjoyable. So this past weekend with the Ovan, but he does more than just like one. Like he does multiple shows a week. It's just all all called this past weekend. I like it. I like it, Jonesy. Uh, my short list is Joe Rogan Experience, the CU podcast with Pat and Ian. What's that one? Uh, I know, I know, uh, I know Joe, uh, Joe Rogan is obviously huge, but the other one I don't have. CU heard podcast it. is a vintage video game podcast. You guys would hate it. Is, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to ask you like spell it out, but maybe it's not worth it. <laughs> letter C, letter U podcast. Okay. Uh, what it else? could have uh, been S-E-E space Y-O-U, just saying. <laughs> uh, Joey Diaz, Trends are Happening Now. Um... And a bunch of pro wrestling ones. Bruce Pritchard, Jim Cornette. I hear those are good. They're really good if you really want to go deep into pro wrestling. Yeah. Oh, that's about it, though. What about you, Pop? Um, I listen to a high school wrestling podcast. Half <laughs> 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 time, Howie? <laughs> yeah. I listen to uh, a Greco-Roman <laughs> podcast. No, I listen to... Uh, I listen to a lot. So I listen to Hidden Brain. Which is a, they're going to be nerdy. I want to. Oh, I know all yours. You gave yeah. me the list when I got back into listening to podcasts. Yeah. So Hidden Brain is uh, they basically break down like psychology, like human, like why people do certain things, why people act certain ways, and it's super interesting, but nerdy. It's nerdy, but very entertaining. Like you don't have to be a super nerd to like it. It's not dry at all. Uh, I like. I really like. Um, Joe Rogan. I really like Mark Maron. I think Mark Maron is a great interviewer. Um, He's great in Glow. That's yes. him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. His podcast is great. I also like, which is, I was shocked how much I like it, um, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Yeah. It's I listened really to good. it for a while, but I kind of just unsubscribed. Yeah. No, it's, it's really good. It depends on who the guest is. Um, I'll tell you, what I was really disappointed in is the Ron Burgundy podcast. Me too. So Will Farrell has a podcast that he plays in character as Ron Burgundy, and I love the movie Anchorman, so I was really excited. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It was Same, stupid. Man. I gave it the chance, obviously, because I had to. Yeah. But uh, I didn't cut it. Yeah. 
But yeah, I listen to a lot. I could keep going, but I would say and and science versus is really good. Yeah, you told me about that one, but I just I don't know. I need funny. I need politically incorrect. I'm with you. I just there's so little of that in my life now. Like it's it's good to have it from like one one form of media. Oh, here it's technically not a podcast, but another one I want to throw out there. If you have Sirius um, XM and you have the Sirius app on your phone, you could listen to Howard Stern interviews on demand instead of like actually listen to the whole show. You could just listen to the interviews. And they're great. That is amazing. That's what I've been listening to the most lately, actually. I know it's technically not a podcast. and I'm, I'm messing up the, the question, but... No, you're not. Um, Howard Stern is a fantastic interview. Oh, he's terrific. I hate the rest of his show. Yes, me too. Like everything else, the other side characters, the goofy people that call in... It's it's for the birds. The actual <laughs> interviews are fantastic, and um, yeah, I, I when I listen to that, I'm like, though every time I listen to Howard Stern interviews, I'm like, we got to get guests on the show and become like the next Howard yeah. Stern. Just saying. All right, that was a solid answer. Word. So Chuck also wants to know, Pomp, should he get Spotify? <laughs> oh yeah, I was talking to him last night, and he still doesn't have Spotify, and I think that is the craziest thing. Yeah, ever. like I'm gonna intervene here and be like, what are you waiting for, dude? Uh, it's the best $10 a month that you would ever spend. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. it is. Especially for somebody like him who's like us who appreciates music. Yeah. It's easily the best 10 bucks. Like, what else are you spending 10 bucks a month yeah. on? I spend more. I spend probably 20 bucks a day on food, just like eating lunch yep. and stuff. So it's 10 bucks a whole month. I think there's no single application or streaming service that I use more than Spotify. Yeah. Same. It's the best. It, it is. Between Spotify and Netflix, like we're get, like, they could quadruple their price and I'll still pay. Yeah, me too. Just don't tell them I said that. <laughs> Same. <laughs> keep keep that hush. Yeah. <laughs> so Allison Arnone would like to know: Can you still listen to MJ's Michael Jackson's music in light of the recent HBO documentary slash allegations? Oh, I thought they were talking about Mark Johnson. I'm all I'm all out of sorts on this one now. <laughs> it says MJ here. <laughs> hmm. So Michael Jackson. Did you watch the documentary? No, but I hear it's horrible. Okay. It's I mean, I hear it's like a good documentary, but like what he did was what horrible. he did was horrible. If if these accusations are true, it's horrendous. But people have been saying the same thing since like 1992. Yeah, so what's this, different now? This is the first time a detailed report has come out. Really? I thought it was always. No, this is like super detailed. Oh, like exactly what he did. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't even want to know. Eric, the face that you just gave me, I know people can't see the face, but Eric is disturbed, <laughs> like legitimately disturbed by yeah. this. Uh, oh, man, it's hard to say because like I want to be like all self-righteous and be like, yeah, absolutely. We should, no one should listen to it. We should boycott it. But like, is that really going to happen? Are people really going to stop listening to Thriller? <laughs> That's what you choose. I don't know. I can't think of any other. I mean, oh. I haven't heard a Michael Jackson song in like a year. So I guess if I just keep going this way. Um, the Simpsons had an episode. Where, pulled. Yeah, where Michael Jackson was a character and it was pulled. That's how officially. bad this is. Man. I wonder how Macaulay Culkin feels about all this. Well, he came out and said, look, that guy never did any of this stuff to me. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> what do you think, Jones? Should it be? Should we, Should we? it be banned? Is it wrong to listen to Michael Jackson music now? I don't know how I can say this without sounding like an asshole, but I don't care. I'm going to listen to his music. I mean, it might be a different story if he was still around. 
I mean, uh, dude's dead. Like, I, I don't care anymore. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, R. Kelly, does that mean people don't listen? I mean, I never listened to him anyway, but. <laughs> like, I'm not going to stop listening to the Ignition remix. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you just got to separate the music from, like, the person who wrote it or performed the it. The same way when Michael Vick was, was quarterback in the Jets, I was rooting for him to win. Do I hate the man with all all the <laughs> the the fucking blood in my body? Yes, I do. It's two curses. One for me. Well, two, two. I was allowed to get that one out. Yeah. But like, did I want him to win games for my team that I root for? Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. You have to. Unfortunately, you separate things like that. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I want. I think that's my answer as well. Like, I'm still probably gonna listen to it, and I, I'm not. It doesn't mean I condone what he did. Yeah. I have, or what he allegedly did. I don't know if he, you know, we're all, we know none of us were there also. Like there is also another part of this. It's just throwing it out there. It's the hardest part that people don't want to bring up. The devil's advocate, right? Because this is an unpopular thing to say, but maybe he didn't do it. Maybe he was just a weirdo, but like that, that was the extent of it was his weirdo. Unfortunately, without him here to defend himself, you're not going to know. Yeah, that's it. Do I believe people can be crappy enough to want a payday and smear somebody? Yes. For sure. Am I saying this is the case now? Absolutely not. But could unfortunately, be. it could be. The problem is there's zero, at least I, I didn't watch the documentary, but I don't, I've never heard of any like physical evidence of any of this. It's there's purely not. just the testimony of these two people. That's right? it. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, that's it. I'm just throwing it out there. How horrible would it be if he actually didn't do this and the whole world thinks he's a child molester and he wasn't? Just So, you know what? I'm not a judge. I'm not a jury. I'm just going to listen to a song as a song, and that's it. You know what would be cool? If we started a rap group and like our first song started with, I'm not the judge, I'm not jury, but I'm the mother effing executioner, and then the music kicked in. What do you think? I, feel, I, smell, top ten, I smell top ten in. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. And then the name the, you know what the name us. of the rap group will be called Manthrax. So <laughs> you so on oh, this man. Manthrax. Thing. I really want that to be a thing. I smell a production piece for next week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, Delu- our friend Dan DeLuca, who I don't think he's ever asked a question before on the show either. Hey, Dan. He would like to cl- us to clearly define the difference between a grandma and a grandpa slice. I think I could do this. Okay. If you can, I got it. He's talking about pizza, right? Correct. Yeah. A grandma slice of pizza is, um, uh, it's like a Sicilian. It's a square, but it's thinner crust, right? And it's more sauce than cheese. Oh, it's marinara. It's marinara sauce. Ah, yeah, yeah. And then just like little spots of yes, uh, mozzarella. And then you know what a grandpa is? Um. It's got uh, oregano on it. It's got bread, uh, like the stuff on top of clams. No, the the grandpa pies that I've ordered around here, they have it's vodka sauce instead of marinara sauce. Oh, I want pizza now. Yeah, but I want Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> like if you told me, like, hey, Pomp, I'm coming over. I'm gonna grab pizza. Uh, I want to grab some grandma slices. You want? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just get me Domino's though. <laughs> I Is said, that wrong? I, really like, I don't badly, want a grandma slice. I want Domino's. I really badly want to say like, hey, I'm coming by with pizza and I show up with like three boxes of Elio's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
As long as it's not DiGiorno. Elio's and ginger ale. Sign me up. Oh, my God. That would be the best night ever. Can we have a sleepover? <laughs> I'm just throwing this out there. Can we have a sleepover, guys? Like, not tonight. We have to plan it better. I mean, I guess so. We can make, we can make um, pillow forts. Like I swear, I'm telling you, we could like we get sheets. Like we could take the you whole don't podcast. You have pillows here to make pillow forts. Yeah, that's true. We get sheets though, and we can make tents and stuff. We'll make we'll make s'mores. Do people do that at sleepovers? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that's camping. Uh, we had weird childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what normal people did. I, uh, no, I just I, did. I just get it, this stuff from movies. <laughs> <laughs> what I used to do was that we would play Sega Genesis until it was later, like like late at night, and then we would try to like tune in the bunny ears to get like Cinemax. Yeah, that was usually the move. Yeah, we did the same thing. Yeah, for sure. Dave Iron going to his basement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I want to have a sleepover. Okay. And I want it to just be Elio's Pizza and Ginger Ale. Yep. And uh, when you guys fall asleep, I'm just going to whisper <laughs> creepy things in your ears to make you have nightmares. And that's it. And uh, the assortment of candy is going to be top notch. <clears throat> it's going to be like only blue M&Ms. Nice. The best. <laughs> A bowl of Juji Fruits with all the greens and yellows picked out already so that, so that you don't have to waste time. On Sounds like heaven. Yeah, it's going to be the best night ever. Just saying. Hey, Jonesy. Yes? Do you want to start a band called the Sleepover Giggles? <laughs> Sleepover <laughs> That'd be Giggles? such a good name. <laughs> the Sleepover Giggles would be a great band name. Would we play like super pop music? Uh, like, like the Archie's pop music? Oh, it'd be the catchiest music you've ever heard in your life. Okay, so what else we got? Blank would like to know if you'll play Fortnite with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the answer is yes. I'll always play Fortnite. Um, by the time he hears this episode, though, tonight will be over. We'll probably have played with him already. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah. Blank. I think that was just like an indefinite question like for the rest oh, just, of your life. For the, yeah, Blank, I will be your Fortnite He's buddy asking you forever. to commit for the rest of your yes, life. Yes, I've committed. I'm in. All right, and our friend Tommy Mayer comes through with his first question. Uh, most influential band from our generation? most influential band um and what's our generation we gotta cap it so it, they have to have been around long enough to be influential like to be super influential so we gotta start at like 1990 because anything before 1990 i feel like we were little little kids it wasn't really our it wasn't our generation okay. like a band like i don't know bon jovi or someone like that's not our generation no but like fuel if you uh, <laughs> like that's our generation yeah. i was gonna say vertical horizon but fuel's a good one too um most influential band of our generation gen- gen- generation <laughs> i'm bob waters this is 2020 um i'm gonna i'm gonna do, i'm gonna punt this one to jones while i think um real simply i'm gonna say that it's probably nirvana not that I'm in love with them or nothing, but I feel like half the people that listen to them started a band. If we're going to count Metallica, Metallica's up there. Because I feel like the other half of the people that didn't start a band when they heard Nirvana started it when they heard Metallica. Yeah. Fair enough. I can't think of really anybody else that had that kind of influence, even though I love other bands more than the two of them. Hmm. You know... I, this is going to be crazy, but if you if you use that logic that you just you just applied, which is essentially like what band 
caused other people to start bands that became I hope you don't say what I'm thinking right now. I don't know what you're what you're thinking, but I was gonna say, um, believe it or not, bands like Green Day. You said what I was thinking. Yeah. Like Green Day probably sparked the love of punk rock in a lot a lot more people than, than One, the It the, took punk rock to the main. Yeah, because before Green Day I mean, I was into punk rock really, really young, but like when I found out about like Pennywise and Bad Religion and No Effects, it was a super subculture, especially in New York. Maybe in California, because punk rock was always, at that point, when we were young kids, California was definitely more into punk rock because well, like, it was, like, it was part stuff, of the surfing and skating sk- scene. That stuff was on the radio out there at the time. Like it wasn't on the radio here. Yeah, no. I, I found out about Pennywise through, first through like, a friend's cousin's cousin's friend who made like a a copy of a copy of a copy of a tape of Pennywise's Unknown Road, right? And I was I fell in love. But like I would talk about Pennywise. And it was at a terrible school. quality tape. Oh, it was so terrible. To it so much. Yeah, it was so bad quality. But like I would talk about Pennywise at school, and people were like I have no idea who you're talking about. Like no clue. But then Green Day came out, and all of a sudden everybody knew what punk rock was, even though they were like a kind of slightly watered down version of punk rock but like that caused a lot more people to get into it which caused punk rock to become then like you have like the blink 182s and then you have all these you know these bands also had albums that were not mainstream before they hit that point oh for sure like green day had multiple albums they and then um blink Blink 182 also had multiple albums before damn it came out and like changed the game yep yeah, but if you think about it, that started like even all those like teen movies that came out in like the late nineties, like American Pie and all that stuff, the soundtracks to all those movies were punk bands. Like pop punk, but but punk nonetheless. Yeah. So to use the logic that Jones is saying about like what bands started other people to start playing music, you can't not call out Green Day. And fuel. <laughs> and fuel. <laughs> I could I can assure you that not one person heard fuel and said, you know what, I'm so inspired I'm starting a band. I'm starting one. <laughs> yeah, that never happened. Never happened. Although I would say that um Shimmer by Fuel is one of the best songs ever written. It's so good. It's a, one of the best songs written by a so crappy good. band. Yeah. I still listen to that song. Me it's too. On, it's on Me like too. multiple Spotify playlists. All right. That was a serious ask us anything. Yeah, that was good. So wait, you didn't answer, by the way. Oh, I'm not going to. Oh, you just you're gonna. Open you guys it. had that. I was my uh, like pop punk. The pop punk thing was gonna be mine, but you said it perfectly. Does that make Jones? Do you? Does that make sense to you? I know, like putting Nirvana. I can't say it right. <laughs> I, putting Nirvana and Metallica in the same category with Green Day is that weird to you, or does that make sense? No. No, because that's all that fits my criteria of the people that heard it were inspired to pick up a guitar yeah. or pick up a microphone or drums or whatever. Like I did the same thing. Like the first CD that I ever got from like the BMG pay a penny get ten CDs thing <laughs> and then never was Green Day's Dookie. Like yeah. yeah, that was the very first one. Yeah. So Tommy, who gave us this question, he gave us his answer, and it threw me for a loop. I'm not gonna like everybody's got their own. Oh, he's got an answer. Oh, I'm, I don't know what the answer is. Oh, I'm well, yeah, I'm the only one that knows this because he sent it in to my personal Instagram. Okay, so his was and let, let's not rush to judgment here. 
Oh, that's what I do. Okay. First of all, he said that his his friends, because he posed a question to his, his group of friends first, okay. his friends argued it would be Nirvana, which I think I said it right. You did say time. it right. Red Hot Chili Peppers and Foo Fighters. I, I, not, nothing there is egregious. No, it's not. Nothing yeah. that's crazy. I don't agree. I don't think Foo Fighters is that um, influential because, again, using the criteria, I don't know anyone that heard Foo Fighters and was like, oh, now I'm going to start a band. You like heard Foo Fighters, like, oh, it's a good rock band. It's great. Yeah. But like, I don't think it inspired legions of people to discover a new genre of but music. But I also wouldn't battle the person for that answer. No, exactly. Red Hot Chili Peppers also, it's like, Again, it's like they're everyone loves the Red Hot Chili Peppers, or most people love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But like, did it inspire other bands? I don't know. I don't know any bands that are like clones or like an offshoot of that style. Oh, but maybe I've come, I've come across a lot, but I wouldn't say anywhere near what Nirvana, or Metallica, or Green Day, or Blank did. Yeah, like they're like a, like a like a rung below on that ladder. Not like they didn't inspire people, but they're like a rung below. Yeah, they're all, they're amazing and they they're so unique and everything. But they didn't they didn't start a movement. I'll say fair enough. So Tommy's vote was for Lincoln Park, which I, I don't know. I don't I don't see it. They're awesome. They were great. It's they, not that crazy. They started a new. They they brought a new sound to the world mixing hip-hop and and rock which inspired a lot of things to happen that's true they brought they brought like Mm. there was a lot of bands that tried to rip that off but nobody got famous with it either no like it didn't it didn't continue and you could argue that limp biscuit did it first not as good limp biscuit was nowhere near as good as lincoln park at that stuff no they didn't have a chester and a mike shinoda like that's the difference yeah lincoln park is just like they're first they're the two of them could do like could have each done their own thing amazingly well, and yep. you put them together, they were like a super group. Yeah, you know. Um, so I, it threw me for a loop though because like I don't think of Lincoln Park as 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 starting a movement. You don't. You're also not, I guess, as into them. Like, I used to be. I mean, I used like to. I've, love se- them, I've yeah. seen them four times in concert, and yeah. they're just unfreaking believable. Yeah, but are they? Did they? Ch- when I think of the word influential, like to me, that means that it changed. It changed the course of history. You know what I mean? Did it? For like, Green Day, I could argue did. Metallica, I could argue did, and absolutely Nirvana. Everyone, everyone universally. It brought hip hop and rock mainstream combined. Yeah, that's true. All right. Not a crazy answer. I disagree, but yeah, but it's not. That's not as crazy. That's not that crazy. Um, I thought you were going to say something like fuel. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Avenge Sevenfold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we are uh, we're running long on this show. Are you guys okay with doing a, a, an extra long episode tonight? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. All right. So we are up to which is normally supposed to be called in the news. But since it's all about people dying, uh, we've renamed this segment the Death Report. That's that's the lead-in for the Death Report. I thought it'd be like, dude, it was a news brief and then a flatline. Come on, man. Oh, I didn't get the flatline. Flatline. 
I didn't get the phone. Oh, please tell me you just thought of that on the spot. One hundred percent. I was just gonna do the news brief, and then I was like, "Oh my god, they're dead! I can make the flatline noise." Oh my god. Well, now I feel awful because we're gonna go from like joking about death to telling you guys sad news. Hey man, we all we all cope in our own ways. Well, that's it. Defense mechanism. All right. So, um, all right, everyone, somber face. Okay. Well. Luke Perry passed away. Absolutely terrible. That's horrible. Young dude had kids. Like Good crazy. dude. So, Colin Hanks, son of Tom Hanks, told the story on Instagram a couple of days ago that it was a tearjerker for me. He was telling the story about how he was on a flight and there was a little kid crying, screaming, um, inconsolable. Mother was trying to calm down; she couldn't. And as a parent and someone who like has been in these situations many, many times. It is the worst feeling in the world when you know your kids like screaming, you can't do anything to stop them. You're trying, like you're trying your hardest, but you can. And everyone's looking at you like you're the bad guy. You're like, you think I could control my, my eight month old kid like from screaming. And so I totally like fell for this scenario, right? They're on the plane, this kid's screaming and people are getting agitated. And um, some dude comes out of first class gets down uh blows a blows a balloon up like pulls a balloon out of his pocket blows it up ties it off and then gets down on like one knee as if he was like handing king arthur his sword kind of thing you know and hands the balloon to the little kid little kid grabs it and instantly stops crying and cheers up and is chill for the rest of the flight so was that little kid luke perry that little kid grew up to be luke perry <laughs> <laughs> no so <laughs> So after the flight, Colin Hanks uh, gets off off the plane. He's he's you know picking up his bags, whatever, and he gets a close look at the guy who gave the balloon. Turns out the guy who gave the balloon was Luke Perry, and he walks up to him. He's like, "Dude, you're Luke Perry," and he's like, "Dude, you're Colin Hanks." And they start talking, whatever, and he's like, "Where did you get a balloon from?" And he's like, "Oh, I always bring balloons on flights with me, That's just in so case. Weird, no. Just in case there's a little kid screaming, like not a uh, to cheer him up. Balloons. It works. This is supposed to be heart. This is supposed to be a heartwarming moment right now, Eric. Um, Did you know that uh, Colin Hanks's uncle has a story about Luke Perry? Also, <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Hank Hanks <laughs> has a story." About Luke Perry. <laughs> Hank Hanks was at CVS and he was buying some of those uh, Brookstone chocolates. And uh, the guy behind the counter says... Brookstone yeah, the guy behind Brookside. The, Brookside. Yeah, Brookside chocolates. <laughs> and uh, the guy behind the counter says, oh, sir, do you have a CVS card? And he goes, no. And then this shadowy bearded figure from behind says, here's my phone number. Put it in. And then he got the discount for him. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and it turned story. out it was Luke Perry. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. This is a great story. Hank okay. Hanks is a good dude. Yeah. Heart of gold. Okay. <laughs> so, so rip in peace, Luke Perry. Okay. So we're going to keep going down the death. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone's dying. All right. Uh, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, man. Uh, one of the classic wrestling heels. Bad guys for those that don't know the terminology. Pomp has recently learned it. I'm like super proud of him. He uses heel I use it all correctly. the time. When someone turns face, that means that they became a good guy. Yeah. When they I, turn heel, I, they become a bad I guy. I love that you know that now. So he was like the super heel that you didn't hate because it was cool to hate him. You hated him because like this guy was a jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, behind the scenes, like out of the ring, 
the nothing but like this guy was the nicest dude yeah people was like people were coming out with stories like he used to call me when i was up and like we would talk wrestling on the phone and he would give me like an hour a night where he would just like share tips with me and like you don't have to do that when you're that big of a deal yeah you know what i mean but like he seemed like a great guy and it's kind of it's very sad oh that's that's a bummer so um, let's keep this going yeah all right bring on the death okay so rest in peace uh keith flint lead singer of prodigy rip in peace man uh bring the pressure Come play the game, I'll test ya. Psychosomatic, insane. None of those parts were sung by that guy. Really? It was all the other lead. Damn songs. it. What did he sing? He sang the, the other songs. Firestarter, Smack My Bitch Up. Yeah, really? Yeah. Damn it. How do you know that? <laughs> Nobody knows that except for Mike Jones. I watched the videos intently. Anyway, rip that's the only part I know is bring the pressure. <laughs> Another one, very young, terrible. Um, and then to top this all off, Alex Trebek comes out, says he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Hey. Now you know that's the that's like the worst. That's that's not 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 a great prognosis. No, that's what got the sways. Uh, not Patrick Swayze. Don't, don't get me started, bro. I'm gonna go back into my shelf for another two months. We need, yeah, we need a, a Patrick Swayze Appreciation Day. He's like soon. the wind. <laughs> he is like the wind through my trees. So Trebek, of course, being like the awesome guy he was, like turned it into a funny joke. I don't know if you did. You watch the video? Yeah. Uh, so like he announced, he's like, I wanted you to hear it from me first. Like he says it live to the Jeopardy audience, like you know where he films that little part before each show. Yeah. So he says it like. Before you hear it from tabloids or anybody gets things mixed up, I just want you to know I've been di- diagnosed with this, and you know the prognosis. It's it's never good when it comes to this. He goes, but I promise you, I'm gonna be the small percentile to beat it. He goes. Besides, I have no choice. I have a three year contract with the show. I have to fulfill. <laughs> so like, he turned it into like a, like an awesome moment because he's like a really cool guy. Yeah, that's so, awesome. I hope he pulls through. We put him in the death report a little prematurely, but like... Yeah, that's evil. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I hope he sticks around for a long time. Me I too. Wa- I love that show. Me we, too. We watch it almost every night. Same. Yeah. I have a feeling he's going to beat it. Me too. <laughs> All right, so now uh, we're going to take ourselves out of the, the dark cloud that we were just in for, for eight minutes, and we're going to talk about This Week I Learned. do 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 this week I learned. Do, do, this week I learned. Do, do, do. I don't know why I wanted to do. You just went fifties do up yeah. on that. I'm dying to add a flat line to that. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why. All right, so you went with your Kit Kat one earlier. In yeah, the yeah, night, I already dropped great. mine. Yeah, um, I have another one too, but Kit Kat was my first. Okay, so I'll go with something that I always. I always wondered about, but let, never put enough thought into. Like, why is the past tense of go, like I'm going to the store, and then I went to the store? Like, go and went are like, they. it doesn't make sense to me. I tried to, like, make go to thing, but it never, it never stuck. Yeah, it, it never sticks. So I did some research to figure out w- w- why this happens. Steve's going to love this. Yeah. Okay. So the, the thing is, go... And the word wend, W-E-N-D, used to be like synonyms back in the day. So to go somewhere or wend somewhere were, were similar. Um, 
wend was usually used more when you were like going like away from stuff like like leaving you know what i mean versus go was used more for like you can stop or go kind of thing like just like motion okay. go was more like motion and wend was more like a journey does that gotcha. make sense yeah and they were basically synonyms and you could use either one and they both had a present and a past tense the past tense of go was goad g-o-e-d and the past tense of wend was went w-e-n-t and just over time naturally people liked saying go because it sound it's a good sounding word and it's also by the way one of the oldest words in the english language okay right so go has been around forever so people loved saying go but they hated saying goad so yeah, instead it sounds of, dumb so they just would use one word for the present tense and an, a completely different word for the past tense and over time the reverse versions of each word went extinct no one uses them anymore so that's it it's not that it's the past tense of go it's literally a different word that's my story <laughs> What do you think, Jones? Jones actually that yawned. Was a, that was, we caught him yawning. So I, th- I, you, I wish you can make like you can't make this stuff up. I literally just look over to ask Jonesy what he thinks, and he's mid yawn. <laughs> that happened. That really just happened. Okay. Oh man! All right, you have another one. I do. Um, the boy, a boy, you know, the word boycott. <laughs> you never stutter, so that was fantastic. It's always me that stutters. Savor the flavor, kid. <laughs> The boycott was named after Charles Boycott, a man so hated that people wanted nothing to do with him. So that's like saying, all right, like if Jones always like makes up stories or whatever, like, and we would be like, oh, you just Jones that story. Yeah. Oh, like, you're Jones in again. Oh, you're Jones and you're trying to trick us into believing this story. Um, people basically said to this guy, like, like I... I don't want to be around you right now. I'm going to Charles boycott you. Yes. Like, just because that's how much I hate you right now. I'm so from, Charles- from this day of my life forward, I will never say just boycott. <laughs> Char- it will be Chuck boycott. I'm going to Chuck boycott you. I'm going to Charlie boycott. Oh, right. God, do you know any more about him? Like, do you know why people don't like him? Or? Nope. He was just a jerk. Oh, all right. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys know this, but modern stripper poles actually spin. It's not the girl spinning around a stationary pole. The pole itself spins. I don't believe you. I'm telling you. you it spins? So like they, they made just it, hold on to it and it just All they're around? doing is holding. They, they used to spin. They used to need more talent. Wow. But now the actual poles themselves spin in place. Are, are we going to need some kind of dinner for dessert <laughs> field trip right now? <laughs> hey, can we test out that pole real quick? <laughs> You, you want us to try this? My favorite line. You want from us the, to go on it? No, no, no. We need to test it. Out. <laughs> that's still my favorite line. My no, it's my second favorite line from Ghostbusters when they when they finally get the the firehouse and turn it into like Ghostbusters headquarters. <laughs> he's like, "You gotta try this pole." <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you know this? How'd you find this one out? Ah, don't worry about it. It just it blows my mind. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely learned this firsthand. Okay. Um, do you remember the time I got kneed across the face by the by the strippers uh, going around the pole? Uh, I do remember that. Um, that was, how about that? T- all right. So, okay. Now, hopefully, Tommy, the guy who wrote in the uh, the influential band question, remembers this story. George, it was the same night. It was the same night. So, me, Eric, we took two kids took out two for guys. their 18th birthdays. Yeah, they were fans of our band. So we were probably like 22, 23. Yeah, and they were 18. 
and they were like, "We're like, all right, we're gonna take, we're gonna take these guys out to a, to a strip club." <laughs> I can't. So as we're walking in, like the swagger on these two kids, like the way they were walking in, like they were so proud. They were like, they just had that that whole machismo vibe going, whatever you want to call it. And they walk in, and the first there's a step as you first walk in, and one of the kids just. <laughs> It and so, face planted so, into the club. Oh no! So now me, Pop, and the two giant security guys are all laughing super hard in the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> like bit it into the club, and so everyone just like stopped so, like, and looked at him. Through like, the, the sh- curtain, the sh- just sprawled out on the floor. And the, the stripper stopped stripping. <laughs> Just to look and laugh. The pole kept spinning, yeah. as I learned now. But the stripper stopped stripping. Oh man! Just to just to, just to laugh at this kid. I don't want to know where it was, but was it like an upscale place? Or no, no. no. Right. Showtime Cafe. They also had chicken fingers if you wanted, <laughs> which we got. Which we got. We definitely got chicken fingers. So they made like we we sat by the bar and just had a drink. We let them go enjoy themselves by the stage, but they wanted us to go there. And I was like, all right, I really want to get out of here, Pomp. Like I didn't want to be there. So Pomp was like, just go sit by the stage for like five minutes. We'll we'll talk to them and then we'll leave. They could stay. I go sit down. We're sitting there for a good like 15 seconds. The girl swings around the pole, knees me at like 52 <laughs> miles an hour across the face. I stood up and I was like, we're getting out of here now. And I just turned around and left. <laughs> she was like, I'm so sorry. That night was doomed from the doomed. start. <laughs> like nothing went right. Totally doomed. Oh, good times. All right. So we got, I have one last, um, one last this week I learned. The, Word druthers, you know when people say like, "Oh, if I had my druthers," I've literally never heard that word in my life. You've heard it, right? If I had my druthers, I've heard it, but I don't. I don't use it frequently. Well, you guys are missing out. It's a great word. I've literally never heard it. You've never heard someone say, "If I had my druthers," not once in not my in entire life. No, not in a t- TV show. Never on the internet. Nope. I've been waiting because I have no idea what this is. Well, it's not gonna mean anything now. Not on a flyer, <laughs> you know, a pamphlet. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I, I feel like you're you know you're not going to care about the answer to why <laughs> druthers is a word. So druthers isn't even a word; it's just a m- mush of people saying "I'd rather." You just stuttered too. Mush. <laughs> so if I had my druthers, is like I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, druther. That's it. That's it. It's, it's a little stretchy. It's just a mush of the word I ra- I'd rather. Why wouldn't it be drather? Because when it became a mushy word, uh, it was like what the 1800s. era was this used in? Yeah, Like people use it right now. No one uses it right now. You've never heard someone say like, if I had my druthers, I mean like if I had it my way, I would do it this way. Dude, you saying it right now to me like a minute ago was the first time I've ever heard the word said in my life. So when you looked at the notes today, did you did you see that and go? What I the thought hell it's D Brothers. I thought it said Druthers. <laughs> Druthers. It's like it's like you know Truthers, but I can't even. I'm not gonna finish. All right. So that <laughs> that is an anticlimactic conclusion. We should have ended up like, getting kneed in the face by the stripper. Can we just cut this part out of the show? <laughs> no way. No, that's gonna stay. We don't do that. All right, so here's the best part. We're at an hour 23, and we still haven't done trivia yet. Do we save trivia for next show? It's up to Jones. We can do this quick. You want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. 
I don't care. I don't care. We it's kinda, a, it's a podcast. They could stop it and listen to the the next half hour, <laughs> you know, in another day. Well, it wouldn't That's make sense. It wouldn't make sense because February 6th trivia went over so well that now we have March 8th trivia. Oh, <laughs> man. So don't listen to this some other day. <laughs> you guys want to rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first? Of course. Sure. Rock, paper, scissors says shoot. 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 Rock, break, scissors, I win. Oh, jam. All right, Eric wins. That was the longest one. That was the longest one. That was great. Triple, triple, double scissor, double rock, double paper. That's badass. All right, like usual, uh, they start off pretty easy. They ramp up in difficulty, okay? So here's your first one, Eric. Okay. This hit animated TV show debuted on MTV on this date in 1993. Beavis and Butthead? That's right. Woo! I was going to say Daria, so I'm glad I didn't get that one. (laughs) (laughs) One nothing. All right, Pomp, here you go. What G-Unit rapper hit the top of the charts on this date in 2003 with In The Club? Uh, that would be 50 Cent. Wow. That is correct. Or 50 Cent. Why don't you just ask him what color his pants are? <laughs> that, I don't it's think a hard... That would, camel? I, I don't, don't even know. What would you call that? that? Orange? Twi- that's twill. Brown? <laughs> Some sort of mustard? Mustard? I have no idea what color my pants are. Tweed. <laughs> Oxblood. It's Oxblood. That's right. All right, uh, Eric, here we go. What Douglas Adams radio program debuted on this date in 1978, which was later adapted into stage shows, novels, comic books, 1981 TV series, 1984 video game, and a 2005 feature film? <laughs> That's a lot of information he just gave you. What What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what? You're hungry? <laughs> um, what Douglas Adams radio program debuted on this date in 1978, which was then adapted to every format of media ever i don't know hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy that's right that's correct are you kidding me that's correct i knew you would know that too. oh my god well done all right pomp here's your next one what boxer lost the fight of the century to joe frazier at madison square garden on this date in 1971 say that again <laughs> what boxer <laughs> what boxer lost the fight of the century to joe frazier at madison square garden on this date in 1971 I'm going to have to go with Muhammad Ali. That's right. Woo. Are we not at a deuces right now? Yeah, it looks like We it. are, and I just pulled my headphones out. It hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. All right, Eric, you ready for your next one? Yeah, bring it on. What New York financial institution was founded on this date in 1817? Don't look at me, man. I'm not telling you. We're in a competition. Although I don't know the Federal answer. Reserve? No. It's the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, that's a hard it's one. business, bro. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> business. I can't even read good. <laughs> I don't even know what a druther is. <laughs> See, and this one would have been a Pomp's Alley. Like, that last one would have been for his life. I would have gotten that wrong, by the way. This next question is totally for Eric's life. but <laughs> That's what makes it fun. But it's going to Pomp instead. Let's do it. All right, Pomp. Alan Hale was born on this date in 1921. What classic television role is he famous for playing? Alan Hale? Yeah. Is there something called Hale's Navy? <laughs> no. It's Mick Hale's Navy with Tom Arnold. Oh. 
It's not that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a big hint. You've definitely seen this show before. We've talked about it on the podcast recently. What's his name again? Alan Hale. Alan Hale, 1921. Yep. So he was born in 1921? Uh-huh. I'm standing, by the way, which is the first time ever in the history really of the weird. podcast that I'm just me. standing in the room. Um, Alan Hale. 1921? Uh-huh. <laughs> he made a TV show? Yeah. He's a character on the show? He's one of the two most main characters on the show. And what about, did you give me any details about what the show is? No, but I think that's as far as I can go. I, I didn't give Eric anything about that. So I, so I have to essentially pick a show that existed anywhere between 1960 and 1990. With Alan Hale. I have no idea who Alan Hale is. So I'm going to just say The Odd Couple. Oh man, that was close. It's the fraud couple. The what? I'm sorry. It's uh, Gilligan's Island. He was the skipper. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's so hard. But all right, we're tied still. Do you have an overtime question? I do, yeah. Okay. okay. All right, Eric, here you go. What artificial body part was used for the first time in this date in 1952? What artificial body part? Dang. Does a dildo count as an artificial body part? <laughs> I don't see why not. I'm just throwing out there. I feel like that's probably the first artificial body part. Dating back to ancient Egypt or something. Probably made of stone. Should be painful. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> I'm going to go with a hip. No, it was an artificial heart. Really? That far back, huh? 1952? That's, that, yeah. was the, that was what got me. Dang. All right, so we're still tied up? Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready for the tiger, tiebreaker question, right? We're going to do uh, whichever... That was yes. the tiebreaker question. That was... No, no, no. Now that now there's a real, real, real deal tiebreaker. I know, but he's got one extra question. No, you know, you guys are both going to answer this. No, but I'm saying, like, I still have a chance to win on my own. Well, no, we both went three, and I thought that was the... T- like, we were each going to get one tiebreaker now. We went four. You went four, I went three. Yeah. So I'm saying, I still haven't done my question yet. All right, then you get this question. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I was yeah. agreeing with you. Okay. You're not going to get the answer to this because <laughs> it's not set up that way. Uh-oh. Oh, then whatever. Let's do it. Let's just, let's just do the tiebreaker. Whoever answers this wins it. The one who guesses closest to the actual number is going to win. The guy who got the artificial heart in 1952, how long did he live with that artificial heart? You go first. You go first. (laughs) Is it like closest without going over? I think you're both going to go over, so I think it's whoever's closest. No, because I'm going to say six minutes. Six minutes? I'm going to say a day. 24 hours? Yes. Yes. Eric wins. It was 80 minutes. Woo! Damn. I knew it couldn't have been long. I just want to say Especially that I never then. got my last question, so I'm going to contest this loss. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, good times. The players, the podcast union is going to get involved oh. in this. <laughs> filing a grievance. <laughs> yeah, filing a grievance. 
I'm going to get a notarized letter from the, the podcast <laughs> union. Local 69 is going to take care Local of Local 69. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. This was a good show. Yeah. It's an hour and a half. Hour and a hoof. It's been uh, it's been an actual blast. It was I was looking forward to this all week. I needed this That's this good. reprieve. Is that is that correct? Uh yeah, it's a reprieve. It's uh yeah, an escape. I do that a lot. I use I use words Wrong. that sound nice that I don't know what they mean. Like Mike Tyson? <laughs> Ludicrous. Spinal. <laughs> he broke my back yeah so back. what exactly is wrong with it? it's spinal it's spinal <laughs> um, so yeah so check us out Instagram dinner for dessert uh, that's all that really matters send us uh, emails questions texts whatever you want to do oh if you could send us audio files in some way of yourselves asking the questions we can play your audio files on the air yeah, oh so- speaking of which Mike Jones sent one in <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Holy crap. I don't think we could. All right, should so we, we we can save that for next. We'll week. save yeah. it for next show. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll give you guys a little <laughs> teaser. Uh, last week we talked about doing stand up. <laughs> we talked about that we should do stand up, and Jonesy actually went out and did stand up after the show, and we have a recording of. We it. have a couple minutes of it. We have like was like three minutes of your set. It's about three minutes, yeah. We have three minutes of Mike Jones's actual stand-up set, and it is glorious. So a little teaser for next week. You'll get that. Yeah. But yeah, seriously, uh, if you record yourself with your phone um, asking us the actual question, we'll play the recording of you asking the question. Yeah. So just send that file to us, text it to us, email it to us, whatever. We'll play it on the show. Word. Um, We love you. We appreciate you. Bye. Peace.